sometimes we just need to do the easy stuff and then tackle the tough stuff. With online music courses, the easy stuff is almost always the teaching side. It's what you know. It's what you've been doing. And that's what we're going to discuss in this episode of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode 258 of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. This podcast is dedicated to showing you how to create impact and income online as an independent music teacher. But you might not know what is needed to tie these elements together or even the order that you want to present the topics in. Now, if it is the case that you know some things that you want to put in your course, grab a piece of paper or a notebook or a blank Google Doc and write these elements down. Write down as much as you know about these components and be as specific as you can. And be sure to include the nuances that you might gloss over when you're recording that content and building the accompanying assets, right? those nuances down as well. It may feel really awkward. It may feel really strange, but your future self will thank you for this. Now you could have written down somewhere between zero, 10, or maybe even more elements that you want to include in your course. If you have written down eight or more elements, you could have more than one course on your hands, but don't start editing your course ideas now. Get them out get them on paper, feel really good about the progress that you're making, getting things out of your head and into some place that they are tangible. Once you've got those ideas out of your head, or if you didn't have any ideas to begin with, that's okay. The next thing that we want to do, or the first real tangible thing we're going to do is identify the ultimate goal of your course. What is someone going to learn by completing your course? And again, specificity matters. Also think about where do you want them to start from? Unless your course is for absolute beginners with no prior knowledge, it is super important to have a baseline that you are teaching from. This way you can stay on point in your material without having so many, if this is you, then try this, or if this, then that type conditions. We now know the end point and the starting point. It's going to be a lot easier to map out all the learning objectives between the two, between your end point and your starting point. That is your next step. I am going to list off three different levels of courses, micro courses, mini courses, and flagship courses. For micro courses, we're going to have one to three learning objectives between our starting point and our end point. For mini courses, it's going to be between one and five learning objectives. And for flagship courses, we're probably looking at somewhere between four and 10 learning objectives. Sometimes you may think of a learning objective as a milestone or as a benchmark on the journey. Whatever terminology you want to use, feel free. This again, it's your course and I am just providing you an outline for getting that content out. The content is the easy part. We're just putting a little bit of structure in place so that your course can become a reality. 
Now, let's say that you're creating a micro course for piano students who have completed grade two of a specific training method. And we are going to use this course to teach them how to play three specific pop songs. The objective of the course is going to be to help them see the bridge from classical material to modern music. Your milestones could be each of the songs, or they could be higher level or more abstract concepts like tempo or transitions or chord progressions, or I don't know what, I swear. If I actually knew how to play the piano, I'd be so much better at creating realistic examples. But bear with me. You are here because you want to create your course. You want to create your online music course. And just like this example I gave you, your course might not fit the container that you think. I'm thinking of this course and I originally called it a micro course, but it might be a mini course, meaning that there are more learning objectives than I originally thought. And that just solidifies the point that I'm trying to make. When we build out our learning objectives, the course starts to take shape and we can better understand what we are actually creating with the starting point and the end point and the learning objectives. We now have a whole ton of material to create. And I would encourage you at this point to start writing your scripts or your video outlines and then begin creating your course assets. Even though you may still not know what is going to go in what order, that is completely okay. Creating your course assets does not need to be linear. When Bracha and I work with our clients in OMCA, we are often helping our clients determine their course outline at this point. She and I look at how to string together the individual learning elements into a cohesive and engaging course. However, when you're working on this alone, I believe that it is better to create each module or lesson as a standalone unit and not worry too much about connecting these lessons together until the milestone content is all created, until you have the pinnacle elements of each learning objective. This is because when there's a coach involved, when Bracha and I are involved, we are bringing an outside perspective and we can offer a bird's eye view of your course and the student journey. When you are creating a course on your own, it is so hard to separate yourself from what you are creating. Every milestone benchmark or learning objective, whichever term you want to use, is going to have prerequisites and outcomes. And this is where we're starting to put together our puzzle. For some of your modules, it is going to be super obvious that they are going to need to precede or follow other modules. And some others might be far less clear cut. It's also true that some learning objectives might be achieved with one or two videos Others might be best accomplished with like five or seven videos and three audio files and two worksheets. There really are no rules for how your content needs to be structured. It's more about making sure that you are creating a course that drives your student toward their desired results. Now, we started this whole episode off with the insight that your content is going to be the easy part. And yes, that's true. But course structure and student journey are what take great content and turn them into fantastic courses. 
as you string your videos, worksheets, audio files, and handouts together, you'll find that there are little things that need to be added to bridge from one to the next to the next. These are the nuances that I mentioned early in the brainstorm phase of course creation. The things that are so instinctual and ingrained in your teaching that you might not feel need their own space. They do. They are truly the glue. They make it so that your students are on a journey with you and not just accessing your content. Everyone's glue is going to look a little bit different. Some people are going to draw upon certain experiences or types of music or the way that they present things or their mannerisms or the type of joke that they make or expressions that they use. It could even be nonverbal. It could be the environment in which you have your course created in or the transitions that you use. It's about being authentically you and allowing you to shine through your content and the course that you have put together. Your course is a journey for your students. Remember that when you are creating your course assets, you are putting yourself on the screen for your students to experience in a methodical and streamlined mechanism. Insert what you need for the students to learn as well as what they need in order to stay engaged and work through the material. Or essentially what I'm saying is that your course success hinges on two things, the student experience and how well your course material aligns with the core desire of your students. One of my favorite things about online music courses is that they do not have to stay the same forever. That means that you can get your course material created to help your students achieve the learning objectives and reach their desired result. And then supplement that initially with some live and interactive components or some asynchronous feedback loops or whatever it is that you desire. And then we can add more stickiness, more glue to build stronger bridges between the milestones and to help more and more students achieve their desired results with possibly less interaction with you. If you are looking for permission to start your online course by recording what it is that you do best, then this episode was exactly what you were looking for. And if you've been teaching for any length of time and found your way to this episode, you probably are ready to create your online course. So get started and take action creating your online music course. Now, I just said that and I have actually one more thing that I want to say on the content side of things for your online course. And that is while you know the starting point of your students and the result you're working them towards, also understand what the middle looks like. We want to build success points around the middle of the journey that helps your students say, wow, I did this. I have achieved this and give them momentum to work toward their ultimate goal. We do not want to see them stagnate around the middle. Don't think of the middle as the apex of a mountain, but rather look at it as a vista on the way to the summit. Okay, great. I cannot wait to learn about your online course idea and support you in any and every way I can. Send me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky and be sure to click the link in the show notes to download my free guide to create a new online income stream. 
This download lists online courses and other ways to expand online. Again, the link is in the show notes, and I'll be back with episode 259 in your feed next week.